Welcome to Nebraska Farmcast, a production of the Center for Agricultural Profitability at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. I'm Ryan Evans. Beef cow slaughter numbers have been elevated so far in 2022, but as UNL livestock economist Elliot Dennis points out in a new article posted to our website at cap.unl.edu, the rate at which slaughters have occurred has been puzzling. He joins me now to discuss what factors may be incentivizing the sell-off of cows and what this means for 2023's calf crop and beef production going into the next few years. Hey, Elliot, thanks for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me, Ryan. Yeah, so uh, to start off with, where are slaughter cow numbers this year and uh, what are some factors influencing those? Yeah, so the cattle inventory report, the July cattle inventory report came out at the uh, end of this month. And really what we saw was that this has really continued to decline. Uh, cat or heifers held back for, uh, for calving are down about 3.5%. Uh, total cows are oh, down about 2%. And so uh, really what we're seeing is that there's a continued sell-off. And uh, I think there's a variety of reasons for that. I think one of them is the drought you know, that we are starting to experience on a larger scale. Uh, we experienced a little bit here in Nebraska, but it's really spread to, you know, the southern plains. And uh, I think higher uh, slaughter cow prices have also helped some of that. And, uh, you know, when we're in pretty much depressed prices for the last five or six years, when we start to see opportunities to make profit, there's uh, some incentives to kind of turn, uh, turn the herd uh, once again. And uh, we saw uh, just today as we're recording the the Fed raised interest rates once again. How are the Federal Reserve and and interest rates impacting these numbers, especially amid the general inflation that the U.S. economy is experiencing? Yeah, so when we generally think about the slaughter cow market, we're generally thinking about the lean beef market, which is the really 90% lean or 100% lean. That's basically your ground beef. Uh, And so... Uh, when we think about that market, we instantly go to the consumer. And when we talk about raising interest rates to curb inflation, we're talking about total dollars that the consumer has to spend. And ultimately, we think about changes in uh, consumer preferences for meat and ultimately total demand that they're going to be uh, putting forth in, in the beef market. Uh, probably the biggest concern for us right now is that consumers have started to I wouldn't say weaken, but they've started to be a little bit more conscientious about what what they're purchasing. Uh, Inflation is not something that's been transitory, and the Fed have taken proactive measures about that. So that's probably our our biggest concern about potentially softening beef demand. And we've already started to see um, that cutter cow uh, carcass price start to come down a little bit, really signaling from the, the processing plant that Maybe they don't need quite as many of those animals uh, coming to market. So what does the relationship between cow slaughter and prices tell you this year? Yeah, so what I did uh, is I tried to look at this relationship between what cow slaughter and the average weekly price is um, and to try to figure out what is some relationship, right? So if slaughter prices are really low, we expect uh, there's this kind of dynamic we slaughter more animals, it kind of lowers price. As slaughter goes down, prices tend to come up. And we actually see that you know, negative price relationship. Uh, right now, we're, we're at kind of at that far end. We have really high slaughter, but that price relatively is, is relatively low. Uh, 
And so what we tried to look at was saying, given that where we saw those price dynamics happening uh, in the previous drought, the 10, the 2010 to 2013, where do we think this price dynamic could, could really move? And so we think about price movements. They don't necessarily move in a linear fashion. They kind of um, tend to have this kind of a whipping effect. And what I showed was a couple scenarios that if, depending upon where we assume we are in that drought process, if we believe the drought is just beginning or we believe the drought is ending, it kind of gives us an idea of where kind of those projections are for average yearly price uh, and where we believe that slaughter would be. Um, it doesn't look like, given those scenarios, it doesn't look like we're probably going to be all the way up to where we were uh, after accounting for inflation that we were experiencing the 2014, 2015. But we could be somewhere in that range of that 2012, 2013 price, which was in that potentially in that $100 per hundred weight kind of range. Okay. And what are you watching for in next year's calf crop with this information? Yeah, so we got the calf crop uh, number comes out in July this year. Uh, really, we're trying to see uh, what is the second half of the year look like? So we've had a lot of drought conditions. Hay prices has been elevated, kind of signaled out some of those, uh, you know, some of that culling. I think this second half of the year, we're still going to be watching culling numbers, um, especially going into the fall, because we should expect to see that slaughter cow price come down. If we continue to see an aggressive pace of slaughter, uh, even as those prices are coming down, that would be a strong indicator that, you know, people are exiting the market. Uh, and that's not necessarily good for the industry, but that would would be kind of what it tells us. If we start to see those prices decline and those uh, slaughter cow numbers kind of regulate, then that would give us some indication that the market is kind of stabilizing. Um, and ultimately, those numbers affect that January uh, inventory report, but definitely we're going to be down like the calf crop next year. Um, and which means beef production in 2023 and, or, or 2024 and 2025 are going to be down because that's where we get that, that production out. So, uh, what does this ultimately mean for the cow calf producer is, um, I think there's opportunities still to make profits on, on slaughter cows right now, but ultimately we're trying to have that balance. We want to have enough cows on the market so that we can have a calf crop to sell to benefit from higher prices, but we also have to manage that that feed costs. And and ultimately, in, in previous work that we've done and that, and that we've even talked about in this podcast is, uh, we have to make a determination on where we're at in the drought. If we believe, you know, that drought is gonna be three plus years, then really there are best profit maximizing strategy is to reduce the number of cows. However, if we think that drought is going to be three years or less, then that really profit maximizing strategy is going to be buy that feed, even though it's going to be more expensive. Um, and so it's really looking at over like a 10 year horizon uh, that we have to make those decisions. So I think that's for each producer to make their own judgment and to do what's best for their operation. All right. Great information from Dr. Elliot Dennis, Assistant Professor of Livestock Marketing here with the Center for Ag Profitability in the Department of Ag Economics at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. And you can dive in uh, more in depth to what we've been talking about here on this episode of Nebraska Farmcast in uh, Elliot's new article on our website at cap.unl.edu.
As always, Elliot, thanks for your time and the great information. Yep, thanks for having me, Ryan. Nebraska Farmcast is a production of the Center for Agricultural Profitability at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. For the latest research-based information and education resources to manage your farm or ranch operation, visit our website at cap.unl.edu. That's cap.unl.edu.